Brought to you by North Memorial Health, where customers are treated like family. That means a big smile when you walk in the door and making sure your visit is as pleasant as possible. Just like your family treats you, find your health family at northmemorial.com slash family. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. I always enjoy bringing you the latest. This is The Scoop. It's The Scoop with Doogie. Consider this your wake-up call as September ends. Hello, everyone. Hello, Scoop Podcast faithful. This is episode 258. Let's begin with the man of the hour. I mean, you can make a case for many men being the man of the hour right now, but when it comes to the twins, what about the guy that just got married? Had to miss the weekend series in Kansas City because he got married. Never in a million years did he think that September 28th would mess up any sort of situation in his personal life. But lo and behold, Randy Dobnak, who began the year at Fort Myers, is now a big part of the Twins. Heck, might he even start Game 2 of the Divisional Series Saturday at Yankee Stadium. Let's catch up now with somebody who's been on the podcast a few times. We always appreciate his contributions. It is Randy Dobnak. Randy, thank you for coming back on the podcast. I'm not even quite sure where to begin. How about this? How about we just go sort of all-encompassing? How about you just summarizing just how blessed you are, how grateful you are, how fortunate you are to be able to experience everything, including getting married over the weekend, everything that you've been able to experience over the last, what, six, seven, eight months? I mean, yeah, this year has just been incredible. Just to go back and think about what's happened this whole entire year, just... I don't really have words to explain it, but I mean, these last two months alone have been insane. Um, let alone, I mean, the last week has been insane from uh, pitching in that game that we ended up clinching the uh, Central and then celebrate with those guys. And then two days later, I flew home, and two days later from there, I got married. And two days later, I'm going to fly flying back to Minnesota, get ready for the postseason. So, I mean, it's been pretty insane for sure. I mean, there are so many points that are insane. I mean, Randy, in many ways, this is a movie, right? Like, this, is, this isn't this is reality. Like, if I had told you on, I don't know, like March 15th, hey, your wedding date of September 28th, it's going to be a sticky wicket. Like, it's going to be up in the air because you're going to be on the Twins. Like, what would you have told me back then? I think if I would just laugh at you and said, okay, this guy's a little crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, heck, and, you know, just considering where you started, you know, in Fort Myers to climb all the way up, heck, to have to ask Rocco Baldelli for permission, right? I mean, is that story, has that story been overstated? I mean, did you have to ask Rocco? I mean, maybe it was sort of in a laughing way, but did you have to ask permission for you to attend your own wedding? I did have to ask permission. I asked him, I I threw the idea at him originally in in the food line one day. After a game in Cleveland, I was like, hey, have you heard about the wedding thing? And then he's like, yeah, about that. <laughs> and I, I was pitching the next day, so he told me just to focus on pitching. And then we talk about it later that week. And then we flew home, and I stopped in his office, and we talked about it. So, I mean, heck, have you been able to reflect just on, I mean, even just flying back, what, on Thursday, you're in what costume, right? The the dodgeball costume, <laughs> Globo Jim, just flying back. Yeah, I was like Goodman. Uh, I mean, that is just, Randy, that is fantastic. And then do you walk into your fiance's house? I mean, does she look at you thinking, what the heck are you wearing? Yeah, she was uh, she was very confused. It's like, yeah, this is something that you would definitely do. 
I mean, was there any temptation when you got to the airport to change? No, I was I was 100% bought in. I mean, Gibson told me, he was like, hey, we, we want you to wear this for uh, just pictures, and you can change it or whatever you want for your flight home. I was like, eh, I think I'm going to wear the outfit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, so you walk in, so you get home. You know, what, what time did you get home on Thursday? Then what? I mean, heck, how much stuff was there to do Thursday? Then Friday was Friday the groom's dinner. Then next thing you know, you're getting married on Saturday? Yeah, so Thursday night I landed probably around like 9 o'clock. And the airport I fly into is like an hour and a half from the house. It's, in, it's, like, it's like the nearest big airport in uh, Baltimore, Maryland, D.C. area, BWI. Mm-hmm. And then we got back to the house probably like 1130-ish. Um, kind of just said hello to everybody, then got some sleep. And then the next day is when we did all kinds of stuff, run around, um, and we had the rehearsal dinner that was at the that was at the venue, which was nice. Um, and yeah, we had to decorate the barn, the venue. We, we got married in the barn. We had to decorate all that, uh, bring all the props in and stuff like that. And then we went ahead and did the, the whole rehearsal thing. And then we had the dinner there. And then uh, Saturday was a go. Jeez, more nerve wracking, Randy, making your major league debut. Or telling your now wife, you know, yes, I want to marry you. Uh, I think I was more nervous when I said, yes, I'm going to marry you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what was that moment like on Saturday, Randy? I mean, just, you know, I mean, just it, put it, it in the awesome. words. Um, I mean, it was insane. She looked, she looked very beautiful. Um, I thought I was going to cry. I almost cried, but I, uh, I held it in and didn't cry, which was nice. She yeah. told me she was going to cry until she looked at my face. I had the mustache going, so she didn't cry because of that. <laughs> I told her, you're welcome. So she didn't make you shave the mustache, huh? I think she encouraged me to keep it. Oh, I mean, that's that's when you know She's it's like, true yeah, love, right? It's part of the story now, so you got to keep it. I was like, is this my life now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, heck, I mean, that's, I mean, you already knew that, that you wanted to spend the rest of your life with her, but when she told you, no, don't shave, keep the mustache, I mean, that just had to be the, the cherry on top. Yeah, I mean, I was a little confused at first, but then her her grandma actually chimed in and said that she probably keep the mustache, too. I was like, all right, well, if grandma says so, I have to do it. <laughs> Did I see correctly, Randy, that, okay, so so the venue only held, what, like 200 people, but you had way over 200 people RSVP? Yeah, we... Um... We had 230 people that RSVP'd, and the the barn says they can hold 200. So we uh, we had to make some adjustments, and but we ended up having it work work out pretty well. Everybody had a decent amount of room, but at the time, you know, people were standing outside and stuff. It was a really nice day outside, and uh, I mean, at the, the only point that people were sitting down, everybody was inside, was when we were walking in after the ceremony and stuff like that. So it ended up not being too big of a deal, and it worked out all perfectly. I mean, what are the chances? I mean, they say, like, just about, what, that there's a good chunk, whether it's 15%, 20% of people you invite, just aren't going to make it. Yet, in this case, you had, like, 100 and something percent people RSVP and say, <laughs> yeah, we're in, we're coming. Yeah, they say, it's, I think they say, like, 80% of people that you send invites to end up coming, then uh, it ended up being probably, like, 95 I think maybe maybe 10 people said they couldn't make because of plans that they had already uh, made prior. But yeah, we're really grateful that that many people want to be a, a part of our day, which is pretty awesome. And are you hands-on, like on Friday? I mean, were you helping decorate, put everything up in the barn? Oh, yeah, I was there helping everybody. Her family's there, my family's there. Um, some, of my, some of my groomsmen, they got there a little earlier. 
Um, and they came in and helped us out and made it a lot quicker. There's a lot of stuff in there. <laughs> <laughs> who was uh, who was your best man? Uh, my best friend from back home, Mike Dice. Um, I grew up with him. I think he he moved to he moved to South Park, PA, probably I want to say fifth grade, and ever since then we've been best friends. And are you able to see him semi regularly, pretty regularly? Has he been here to Minnesota, or did he end up seeing you in Rochester or Pensacola or anywhere along the way? Um, he actually he he came up to Rochester and saw a start. That was the first time he'd seen me pitch probably since high school. Because I mean he's he works in the oil field, so he's always on the go here and there. But um, yeah, his, him and his family showed up at a Rochester game the one day, and uh, that was pretty cool. I think I threw well that day, so it was even better. <laughs> Did he knock the best man speech out of the park? Yeah, I, he he said uh, he asked me how I wanted. It. I was like, I don't care, whatever you want. He's like, you want to be like he's not really a person that wants to talk in front of people. So mm-hmm. he's like, do you, do you mind if it's short and sweet? And I was like, yeah, I don't care. And it was short, sweet, and to the point, and uh, he did a really good job. All right, so the goggles, I saw some video from your agent. So was it in the barn during the during the reception that, that you pulled out the goggles, the, the champagne goggles? Yeah, so after, we, after the ceremony, we all, uh, you know, everybody, all the, the bridal party just gets called in to come to the venue where they're at. And um, I, I had each of my guys pick, like, a, walk, a walk-in song, kind of like you have a walk-out song in baseball, a warm-up song or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we all had the, we all had our own song. We uh, they all had their own songs, and then my one buddy he had some weird glasses he put on with like I don't even know I can't even explain it what what it was, but he walked in with those on, and then uh, I did get I did bring the goggles in, and I walked in with those, and she actually put on her Dobnak jersey she has that she had made in Minnesota, so that was pretty cool. I mean, think about it, Randy. I mean, in the span of what like seventy two to ninety six hours, I mean. These are moments that people hope, pray for over, what, decades or whatever it might be in the span of just a few days, right? You're on top of... Everything, everything came, came at me really fast. Yeah, I mean, on top of your professional world and on top of your personal world. Like, I'm telling you, it is, it, honest to God, it could be a movie, Randy. Yeah, it's, I, don't, I don't really know how to explain it. I think it might be, it might be un, unexplainable for sure. I don't really know what to say. <laughs> it's been insane. How so much I'm really, money? I'm really glad. Yeah. Um, that I've had my family, her family, and her here with me over the past. I guess I mean my whole my whole career really, but to have them the last two months has been great. I mean they've they've come out to Minnesota a few times. Um, her family has. My dad. They've come to. They've all come to Cleveland. I think they're coming. Uh, I think they're coming to New York next weekend. But yeah, it's been it's been a wild ride for sure. And I never really thought I'd be here this this quickly, and I don't really know how things have happened so fast, but I'm grateful for it. Did you ever think in a million years that your wedding registry would get so much attention? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But uh, that St. Jude thing that we set up the charity that I think that was that turned out really well. I think we raised over four thousand dollars towards that. So fantastic. She actually had my wife. She actually had some people from St. Jude's reached out to her, so we're going to have a follow-up with that. I'm not sure when she's going to coordinate that, but that's awesome. And you've always had a special place in your heart for children? Yeah, we've always... She's really good with kids, um, and then I've, I've always liked volunteering for stuff like that, just because just to see the smile on the kids' faces, I mean, it's 
something that's really awesome. Um, yeah, she's that's a, her dream job is to have a, a job at St. Jude's. But um, I've always I've always wanted to try and get her to go down there, like surprise, like surprise her with the visit down there. But uh, hopefully we can get something working on soon. But yeah, if I can get a partnership with them, that'd be awesome just to have them be part of our lives. Well, I mean, in an ideal world, I mean, you're playing through October. There's a World Series parade here in Minneapolis that you'll need to attend sometime in early November, but maybe like right before Thanksgiving. You know, where is it? Is it Memphis or is it Nashville? Somewhere in Tennessee, right? In Memphis, yeah. Yeah, so what about honeymoon in Memphis in like late November? We could do that. We already have a honeymoon book in December, but I mean, we can do another one. <laughs> <laughs> where's the Where's the honeymoon going to take you? We're going to St. Lucia December 3rd to the 10th, which we booked um, early. We didn't We didn't just book that. That was already booked in advance, so that's not going to be a problem with baseball. <laughs> we booked it a little later because it was a little cheaper, and it's not hurricane season. No, it's not, although, and you say it's not in the heart of baseball season, but it's in the heart of, of winter meeting season where you never know. Like, what if the Twins traded you on December 8th at the winter meetings? That's true. I didn't think about that. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah, well, how about this? Just turn off your phone, so if they do do something crazy like that, you'll find out when you're Sorry, back stateside. Sorry, I didn't hear about it, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, on the on the baseball front, Randy, I mean, do you have any sense of, of what your role is going to be as we head into the into the Bronx this weekend? Um, I, I'm not really sure what's going to go on. I've, I've read a lot of things on Twitter, but people can say whatever they want on Twitter, and there's only one person that decides what's actually going to happen, so... I mean, whatever they want me to do, start, relieve. If they want me to hit, I'll hit. I mean, it's been a while, but I'll try and go. I'll try and add some bombas to the squad. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, whatever they want me to do, I'm here for it. I mean, I've relieved this year. I've started this year. I've even opened this year a few times. I but mean, whatever they want, I'm here for it. You've seen the chatter, then you said on on Twitter. I mean, would it make some logical sense? You know, Barrios in Game One. You may be starting game two and saving Oda Rizzi, who's the ultimate fly ball pitcher, save him for target field versus the band box in New York? Yeah, that's what I've read about. and I mean, it makes sense to me because I'm, I'm a sinker guy, so I get a lot. I keep the ball out of the air. Luckily, luckily nowadays, because this ball is fly. <laughs> as soon as they go up, they just keep going. But, yeah, I mean, that, that would make sense. I mean, I don't know if that's, what, if that's the route they want to go, uh, but whatever they decide on, I am – 130% ready. I mean, heck, I mean, truth be told, I mean, I guess you're not even guaranteed, right, to be on the playoff roster. We all think you will be. You certainly deserve to be. But at this point, Randy, as we sit here and talk on, on Monday afternoon, I mean, nothing is has been promised to you, right? Nothing. I haven't heard anything. Uh, I'm not even sure when the playoff roster goes out. But, I mean, I mean, if they don't include me, that's fine. I'm grateful for the opportunity they've given me for the past two months. But, they want to include me let's roll yeah i mean do you feel like though that that you certainly have earned the opportunity everything that you've done here at the major league level that that it should be a no-brainer that you'll have an opportunity to be a part of the 25-man roster i think i've I've thrown pretty well and i think i've shown to them that i'm capable of you know being put into any situation um and i don't let my nerves get to me and i'm able to tune out the crowd and stuff like that and just focus on focus on the game of baseball that I've played for over 20 years now. It's just, that's the way I look at it. If I simplify everything, it's just me and me and the catcher. That's what they always say growing up. Just, just focus on the catcher. Just you and him out there, don't worry about anything else. And That's what I've done this year, and I think it's turned out well for me. 
Oh, by the way, this week, so you get married over the last week. You pitch in the clinching game in the last week. And the Twins announced, Randy, that you're the minor league pitcher of the year. How much does that award mean to you? I mean, that's, I mean, that's really special, I think. Uh, I never really thought that I would win that award. But just based on where I've come from. And I mean, I've thrown pretty well. But, I mean, I mean it's, I'm really honored to have that, be given that honor. But, I mean, that's pretty cool. Um, there's a lot of guys that probably deserve it as well. I mean, we have our minor league system is stacked with great pitching, I mean, great hitting as well. And, uh, yeah, I'm really, really happy for that they give it to me. How are you feeling, I mean, health-wise, arm-wise? I mean, have you ever thrown this many innings in a year? And if you are a part of the 25-man, are you ready to rock and roll come come the weekend? I uh, I think last year I threw 136 with playoffs included. Uh, but this year I'm up to like 160, and I've never thrown this much in my life. But, I mean, I've never felt better in my life as well. I think just the way I've gone about this year and just preparing for the season and then staying healthy within the season um, – has really turned out great, and I feel, I've never felt better, like I said. And if they want to include me on their playoff roster, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Did you get any gift? You know, I mean, I know all the money that, that you raised for St. Jude, but I'm sure people still gave you gave you some gifts. Did you open up any, any cool gifts on Sunday? Um, We had one lady send us a shovel. <laughs> uh we actually, her. We didn't get any pine salt from anybody. Actually, we got we got some from her aunt, but nobody that we didn't know. I was expecting to get. I'm I'm expecting to show up in Minnesota and they put three thousand bottles of them in my locker. But uh, that that'd be funny. But um, yeah, we got we got some guests, some people. I can't really remember who they're from. But like I said, we got we got the shovel. We got um, got somebody bought me an apron that says something about cooking or something like that. I, I can't even remember. Um. Our our flight attendants on the plane actually got me a bathrobe. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, we got we got a lot of stuff, and we wrote it down, but we haven't. I haven't really had time to think about who it's from and what it's from. Because like I said, I've been on I've been on the run since I've been in town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have been. Is is Ariel in the car? Is she is she right there? Can you hand her the phone at all, Randy? She was. She actually went inside because her volleyball practice starts. All right. Yeah, I kept it too long. Totally already. Did. I think it already did. Yeah. yeah, I mean, is she just is she still on cloud nine? I mean, has she come off the emotional high yet? Uh, I, I don't think so. She's she's pretty emotional sometimes. Uh, I mean, this is the day that getting married is something that she's always dreamed about, and I think I think the way it turned out was perfect for sure. I mean, I think everything turned out really well. Um, we were just we were loved by so many people, people that we didn't even know we were loved by. It was. I think it's pretty special for her and for me just to be able to experience that together. I mean, was there ever any doubt in her mind that you guys would be married on, on September 28th? I mean, as as you were called up, I mean, in your conversations with her, was she expressing any doubt that, hey, are we really going to get married in, in late September? Uh, when I first got called up, it was a little, like, it was a little hectic. Uh, she kept asking me, like, like What's the, what are we doing? What are we doing? Because... It got to a certain point where it was like too late to turn back. I mean, it, well, we could have turned back and like postponed it, but it got to a point where we would have had to pay all the vendors everything. So we would have been paying for two weddings essentially. But um, once we got closer, I started talking to some people that I knew, and I know I, I, I had an idea that it was going to happen, uh, not really to worry about it. But until I got like the final approval approval from Rocco, she was 
little skeptical, but she was really relieved whenever I told her, I was like, okay, yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> stop, wor- stop worrying about me. I'll be there. <laughs> uh, has she ever looked as beautiful as she looked on, on Saturday night, Randy? You know, she's beautiful every time I see her, no matter what she's doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that just that had to light you up, right? I mean, you know, as, yeah, as awesome. she's walking she the down car. the aisle. Yeah, she got in the car today just in, like, her coaching gear. I was like, I was like, we get it. You're beautiful. Stop showing off. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't know. Just stop showing off. <laughs> I mean, has it hit you yeah. yet that, that she's Mrs. Randy Dobnak? That, that you know, I mean, heck, I've, I've alluded to, to your fiancé a few times in this conversation. Your fiancé is now your wife, Mr. and Mrs. Randy Dobnak. I mean, has that's, that hit you my yet? Wife. Um, I think, I think, I think, I don't think it has because, I mean, I've referred to her as my wife since like, the first day I met her because I knew, I knew she was going to be the one I was going to marry. So we've always joked about that. Like, yeah, I just talked to my wife, talked to my wife, and now I can actually say that. And maybe it's actually a real thing. So if anybody asks me a question, I'm like, yeah, I just talked to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, thank you so much for doing this. Go hop into the gym, support her with her with her volleyball efforts, and we will see you back here in, in Minneapolis here in, in, heck, just a handful of hours. Shortly, yes. <laughs> Uh, Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I'm going to do some weighted ball stuff in the gym while they're playing volleyball. North Memorial Health has over 400 care providers. That's right, more than 400 care providers and more than 6,000 team members that are dedicated to keeping you healthy. North Memorial Health is proud to partner with the Minnesota Vikings as they work to make Minnesota the healthiest in the league. They're more than a team at North Memorial Health. They're your family. At North Memorial Health, customers are treated like family. Your health family is more than a tagline. It's a commitment to delivering unmatched customer service. That means a big smile when you walk in the door. That means making sure your visit is as pleasant as possible. It means asking, what else can we do for you? North Memorial Health will treat you like family in a good way. The people at North Memorial Health will team up with you to help you achieve your best health. So step up your health care game today and find your health family at northmemorial.com slash family. Once again, that's northmemorial.com slash family. The one, the only, Randy Dobnak. Now we wait and see. Will he start game two at Yankee Stadium on Saturday? But what a ride for Randy from high A Fort Myers to Pensacola. He went back to Fort Myers at one point, ends up in Rochester, ends up with the Twins, pitches in the clinching game last week in Detroit. He has thrown bullets. He's been good. When he's been given an opportunity with the Twins, he's their minor league pitcher of the year. He was signed. I mean, he's told the story on this podcast a couple different times about just signing with the Twins after being an independent ball. You know, just his his journey from a small college in middle of nowhere, West Virginia. I mean, it's just it's a phenomenal story. And it would just add to the story if he does indeed get to start a playoff game this weekend in the Bronx. Twins and Yankees. Last Thursday, I bonded with, how about this for a name drop? I bonded with former Twins manager, two-time World Series champion, Tom Kelly. We bonded at his house. So that was the day after the Twins clinched the American League Central. Let me play back that conversation I had with TK. TK is a, is a savvy veteran of, of those <laughs> champagne baths and those yeah. beer baths. I mean, they're fun. What were you thinking as you were watching last night? Uh, it was, it's, it's very rewarding for the everybody involved. Uh, the Right, those front office people, ticket people. You can go right on through the organization, of course, the coaches, the manager, and, and the players. But all the internal people, as you know, uh, the clubhouse guys, uh, 
All them fellas, uh, it, it's just a wonderful time of year. Uh, they had a super season. Uh, the fans were really entertained with all the balls going over the fence and watching the runs go on the board and, and uh, pretty much all summer long. Yeah, we had a few injuries, but so does everybody else. That's all part of the game. But uh, we survived and got off to just a wonderful start to the season, built a real good lead, and, and Cleveland played well. And it was still too much for them to overcome, you know, and they certainly had their share of injuries as well. But it's a, it's a long haul, and uh, you, when it's over, like it was last night, I'm sure they all took a deep breath and, and said, yeah, we made it. And, and uh, now we have to look forward to uh, the playoff and, and getting in, uh, getting the players set up to where Rocco wants them and, and uh, so they're prepared to play that first game. So many impressive things about this year. One thing that stands out to me is a winning record every single month. I mean, how hard is that? Consistency is, is certainly a big key. And I think we were really fortunate this year. We had a, a lineup that could subsidize or, or fix any other problems that might have been in the lineup. So if somebody's having a, a hard time, or two guys even having a hard time, there was enough firepower in the lineup right on through to get the job done. So, you know, somebody might have been one for 20 or whatever, or a couple guys not maybe hitting the ball as well as they had been, a slump per se. And there was plenty of other people in the lineup to pick up the slack. So it was really a non-issue. So uh, there was no lulls. You know, I think we had one four-game streak where we lost four in a row or something maybe once. And that ain't nothing. You know, you stay away from the seven, eight, nine game things and you're going to be in good shape. And, and we certainly were. And, and you have to give a lot of credit to the, the pitching staff as well. You know, you just don't win uh, close to 100 games here without having some decent pitching. So uh, the bullpen was uh, fabulous, especially the second half. You give a lot of credit to Mr. Falvey and, and Levine. Uh, for the people they brought in this year, and uh, they've just been terrific. So uh, Romo certainly helped in the bullpen and the emergence of uh, Duffy and, and May and, and, and uh, Tyler out there. Uh, it's, it's been just uh, uh, Taylor Rogers. Excuse me, I said Tyler, Tyler May. But, uh, again, it's, it's just been uh, fun to watch, and I think the fans... Uh, Appreciated. They came out and in droves, you know, uh, and uh, supported the team, and and they were well entertained. I mean, even more satisfying when I don't want to say expectations were really low, but like if I had told you on March 25th that this team was going to win the division, mm-hmm. was going to win. I mean, they should get to 100 wins, I think. I mean, if I had told you all these things, like on March 25th, you probably would have told me I was nuts. Well, I think most people would have, but again. You know, that's why you play, you know, and, and uh, especially, on, we did well, bottom line. Uh, Kansas City's in a rebuild, Detroit's in a rebuild, uh, you know, Cleveland was, had just a terrible start and lost Kluber and Clevenger and Carrasco. That's got to beat you up. You oh, know? yeah, so, Lindor was out for even the start uh, of the correct. season. So they had, you know, and like we had our share. Maybe not to that magnitude, but we had our share. But, uh, again, uh, 
once you look at the picture and, and say, well, we have a chance to win, now uh, we're going to win 100, I don't know about that, you know, but uh, uh, we certainly were poised to, and then, you know, what happened, I think that uh, Castro, Krohn, Shope, all got off to wonderful starts. You know, they really were terrific, and Buxton played fairly well, and 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 so there was a lot of guys doing well, you know, especially the first half, and and pretty much carried things and, and uh, put up a lot of runs on the board, and and uh, lo and behold, you win a lot of games. All right, tell me if I'm nuts. You can. You okay. can say, yeah, I will. Dukes, you're an idiot. You're no. a moron. No, can I make I any comparison that. to 1991? Just from the standpoint of, well, you sign a couple free agents, Chili, mm-hmm. Jack. Sure. 1990, you finish in last. I mean, maybe right. not last place last yeah. year, but. Molly loses his job. I mean, obviously last year didn't go the way they wanted it to go. Are there any comparisons at all this year to 91? You're the first one that mentioned it to me, so maybe you are nuts. Uh, But uh, you can always draw similarities to winning teams and say, well, this happened and that happened. Uh, The big one, uh, which uh, Mr. Ricey brought up, of all people, he brought up uh, 87 the last game at home against Kansas City where they had the bases loaded and uh, Bird was pitching and hit the ground ball and we got the double play uh, second to home. Al Newman made a terrific play and throw to home to get Willie Wilson at home and Bird gets the next out and we come up and score five runs. Now that sort of happened the other day where we scored, uh, we got out of trouble in the first and and we scored six, so all the bells and whistles were going on. Hey, this is just like the last home game of 87, but it didn't, that game was two hours and 12 minutes. Uh, the game the last Sunday was four hours and 12 or something, 404 or 4-12 or something, and our starter made it two innings. So, But Bird pitched nine innings that day, and... Uh, sealed the deal and got it done for us uh, and uh, then we went on to Texas and but it, there was a lot of similarities the first inning but that all blew up <laughs> but uh, uh, so you can find stuff here and there and say well this happened and that's all true but uh, the bottom line it's a different lineup different group different pitchers different manager everything so uh, you can probably pick and choose and find a few but uh, these players have done it on their own merits and and uh, deserve uh, a big shot in the, in the playoffs. So we're going to have to get our rooting hats on and, and uh, get ready for it. What's the grind of October like? Where, okay, it's, mission accomplished, yeah, you know, but yeah. you flip the page. Now there's a few days here. I mean, a handful mm-hmm. of days. So it's not like game one is in two days or something right. like that. But what's that like, that grind of October? Um, it's fun. It's really fun. Um, there's a lot of media, which... Uh, you know, can be fun, but I'll leave it said at that. But uh, there's the players, uh, I think they're enjoying it. Um, figuring out how to score a run or two sometimes is a little difficult. But uh, again, because the playoffs have been a history of pitching and defense. Um, so, uh, and we certainly saw that firsthand with uh, uh, the Tigers starting staff in the playoff. and and, uh, of course, the Cardinals and, and uh, the Atlanta Braves. Oh, my goodness. So watch those fellows go out and pitch. Uh, 
you know, and you're fine, trying to figure out how you're going to score a run. You know, now there's some <laughs> anxiety going on, but uh, but for the most part, it's it's a fun time, and uh, you're blessed to be in the position to start with. You really hope the players enjoy what they're doing, and you really hope they play well. And fortunately for us, our guys, uh, those two years really responded well and played well, and and. Uh, uh, with no fear, so uh, I was so proud of them and uh, happy for the state of <coughs> excuse me state of Minnesota. Uh, we finally got uh, what they called the monkey off the back and and uh, uh, got a championship home. So uh, uh, it's fun. It can be a little nerve wracking, uh, especially in the dome when it was so loud. Uh, but uh, uh, down in Atlanta, in those that series. Uh, uh, down there trying to win a game and we couldn't do it but we were in the games but we just couldn't get it done but uh, coming back home and playing well at home really helped the cause no question this current group still has a monkey on its back that monkey is known as the new york yankees is it oh, just unbelievable yeah. that all of a sudden it's the yankees yet again yeah uh, if i had my druthers i i'd i'd rather play the yankees i agree i, I, I I think most people would, uh, you know, down there in Houston, they have a really solid group, uh, starting with Verlander and Cole and Grinky. Uh, they can fire at you. So uh, I would rather take my chances with the Yankees, and we played them well here. Uh, we had a great series. Uh, I think one game was 14-12 or something, but... Uh, uh, we, I think we can play with the Yankees, and, and uh, so let's hope uh, we turn the tables uh, this year, and this will be the year we get the monkey off the back that way. How would you set up the playoff rotation? I mean, I think oh, it might go Odorizzi gosh. into, I don't know, maybe Dobnak into Barrios in oh. Game 3, but would you maybe go Barrios Game 1? Like, how would you navigate that? Well, I think most people agree Odorizzi is going to be the first guy. And again, I don't know. I really don't. I've talked to Rocco uh, and see what he has in mind. Uh, so I think Odorizzi, and well, I entertained a thought in my head the other day about uh, a bullpen thing, uh, seeing how Odorizzi does, if he can get through six, seven innings and uh, give the team a chance to win. That'll be important, obviously, but... Uh, I think the second game could be a bullpen game, depending how he feels about Barrios. Uh, and I'm not sure how he does. So uh, then maybe the third game go with Barrios, or he can do that second game, maybe bullpen third. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know what Rocco's got in mind. And uh, not being close to it as I used to be, uh, I, I really, it's hard to say. So it's... Uh, um, it's going to be interesting to see what he comes up with, that's for sure. From afar, do you admire the job that Rocco has done? I mean, you did it as mm-hmm. a 30-something, and he's mm-hmm. doing it as a 30-something. Yeah. Uh, players can make you smart, and they can make you look not too smart. And uh, the way the, the, the players have responded this year uh, to him and uh, his uh, way of going about it has, has been terrific. You know, you, you throw 100 wins at somebody, you, you're doing something right. So uh, the players are the ones that get it done. 
It's no mistake about it. Uh, players are going to win the games. Uh, the manager's not going to lose them. The players are going to lose them. Uh, the manager's going to be involved in maybe four or five games where he had to make some major decisions about the outcome and how the game might play out, but not that many. So uh, players get it done, and, and this group deserves a lot of credit uh, for getting the job done. I love bonding with Tom Kelly. Nothing better than spending some time with Tom whenever I can. As far as the playoff rotation goes, Barrios thinks he's starting game one. He started his last time out. That Royals start on six days rest starting Friday. We don't know what time, but presumably Friday night in the Bronx would also be on six days rest. Would it make some sense? Jake Odorizzi, the ultimate fly ball pitcher, saving him for target field in game three, even though he's been their best pitcher. I mean, I don't know if anybody can really debate that going back about two months. I mean, Odorizzi had a hiccup, but he also was an all-star for a reason. I mean, I think Odorizzi can make a case for starting game one, but if you like him more at target field, Versus the Bambox in the Bronx. I guess you could go Barrios into Dobnak slash a bullpen game, game two. Then Odorizzi game three. Then go from there. But it will be fascinating. As far as Louis Arise goes, they will push that thing all the way until Friday morning. The 25-man roster is not due for the divisional series until Friday morning. So we will wait and see. Grade one sprain is best case scenario. When we saw him go down... On Saturday, I think a lot of us thought, uh-oh, he was grabbing his hamstring. I think a lot of us thought, uh-oh, this is a catastrophic injury. There's actually a chance, grade one, that he could be okay. Maybe not Friday, but maybe Friday. But if not Friday, maybe Saturday for game two, then the off day, then Monday for game three. So the Twins will treat him all week. They will keep a close eye on him. They make a determination way later in the week. But I can just tell you, grade one ankle sprain is absolutely best-case scenario on a rise. All right, I need to get back to the TV gig. Let's just call this a podcast. Those two conversations, Dobnek and TK. I'll be back later in the week. Plus, I'm helping co-host Twins Rap. We are bringing back Twins Rap. It'll be me, Phil Mackey, Derek Wetmore after games one and two. So whatever time that is after games one and two, Friday and Saturday on Score North, we will take your reaction to the action. We will take your calls. Plus, we'll offer up our own analysis. I used to host Twins Rap 2010, 2011 on then 1500 ESPN. So I miss those days. I did help host the postgame show after the one game wildcard game in 2017 Twins Yankees in the Bronx. So happy to be back helping out score North after games one and two. So definitely be tuned in to score North 1500 AM here in the Twin Cities on your conventional radio dials. Otherwise you can stream us scorenorth.com. Make sure you have the score North mobile app, but whatever time it is, if it's late Friday, late Saturday, doesn't matter. Whatever time it is, we will be on the air as soon as games one and two end. So please join us. Otherwise, we'll have all sorts of coverage throughout the week. We'll have a man on the ground in New York. So we will be all over Twins and Yankees when it comes to Score North. So be sure to tune in. All right, for now, that does it. This has been Scoop Podcast Episode 258. Did you know that 61% of pet owners feel more prepared to be a good pet parent after testing with Embark? Embark your dog with Embark's dog DNA test to get hundreds of actionable health insights. You can be proactive with their health and work with your vet on a personalized care plan. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today. With Black Friday savings at the Home Depot, you'll find top brand kitchen appliances with innovative features that can do more so your holidays can be more. Ovens with built-in air fryers for baking the perfect cookies. 
dishwashers with smart tech to clean everything from bakeware to festive mugs and high-capacity refrigerators to keep leftovers fresh. Shop Black Friday savings and get up to 30% off, plus instantly save up to $750 on select GE kitchen packages at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid November 2nd through November 30th. U.S. only. See store or online for details.